The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Show on the Wild Style Network. Here are your hosts, Q, Smitty, Matt, and Jay Cam. Hey, it's Thursday night. I bought said Wednesday night. What night of the week is it? But it's Thursday night. A little different night this week for us. There's only two of us here. Uh, Q had to work tonight. Jason is on a plane. I don't know where he's flying, man. Maybe he's going to a vacation, but he sent some info. We'll get after it. But I got Matty Nails from Pittsburgh with me tonight. Matty, what's going on, buddy? I don't know if it's you or me, buddy, who's got the bad connection. I saw your mouth going, but nothing coming out. So we'll... uh... We'll have to play it by ear, but it's going good, buddy. I'm glad. Just two of us, probably the two biggest loud mouths of the show. We're probably going <laughs> to go for an hour. Who knows? I don't know where Jason's off to, but this is my Friday, so I am actually really excited. But I think the NFL game's on hold, maybe for bad weather tonight. I don't oh, see that's good. We can get a bet still in. I love that. So, no, I'm doing well, man. Um, second day, you know, a lot of people know I'm a teacher, so it was the second day back at it, so... Hey, my energy's still good, and we love talking sports. We love talking gambling, so we're going to get after it. We're going to talk like we usually do, and I'm going to say this again. If you are watching us live tonight, we might need some help tonight, man. We only got two of us. We got the two big loudmouths, like Matt just said, but if you have a question, you have any bets, anything, we're going to try to break down Big Ten football, so if you have a team and you have a thought, please, hey, type it up. Put it on Scott, our great producer. We'll put it on the screen here, and we'll try to break it down for you. We're going to talk Major League Baseball. We're going to talk Big Ten football. We're going to talk preseason. We're going to update the golf here because myself and Maddie did put some bets in with the golf tonight. We're going to have fun for about an hour, and then we got our girl Jess coming in. Tribe called Jess is going to come in after us, and I'll give you a little breakdown right before I let – I she takes over about what she might talk about tonight. It's going to be a fun show tonight, I think, with her. So, Maddie, let's go MLB tonight. Only two games late night. And I'm going to say this, Matt. I'm not on a game yet. I'm not in a game. Now, I'm on one up. I'm on one here. Maybe if you give me great info, <laughs> if you give me great info, you know me, man. I always have to have a bet in. And I don't have any bets in today, so maybe you can sell me on this. But let's try to win some money tonight for us and for our audience if you're listening to us tonight. So 940, we got Arizona is playing San Diego. Now, again, the San Diego team, people. Maddie, I just, it's it's tough. I say this to Ryan Hyatt, our good friend, and Stevie Shrimp. I say, man, Stevie loves San Diego a little bit. So we go back and forth. And I always say, they stink, they stink, they stink. And then I bet them. I bet them all the time. Now, last night, I didn't bet him, but Snell, I love Snell. And I have a ticket on for him to win Cy Young. So please keep pitching well. But this is a weird one tonight, Matt. So I looked at the line. You got Arizona. That's really, they're scuffling a little bit. You got Gallon on the mound against the old bucko, Rich Hill. Not a very big line here. Kind of remember you remember at the beginning of the year when you told me how much you loved Rich Hill. I do still Pirates? I still like Rich Hill. Yes, I yeah. <laughs> listen, no, the guy, guy was an inning eater. He ate innings for a while <laughs> for the Pirates. He threw okay. Yeah, you and Dr. Brent. I always had to take, you know, I took a lot of you know what people. At these, and then he threw, and even my dad sometimes would throw something out, like, oh, I don't know if he's that good. Hey, 
Don't call me and tell me that. I love Rich Hill. Maybe I'm the president of the fan club here. But Matt, this one's a little, this is a w- little weird line. Now, here's the thing. Zach, Gall- if you look at Gallon, he's up there with the Cy Young too. I mean, I think it's Strider, Gallon, um, Snell. And now, if you watch VEASAN this morning, you know, can Kershaw get enough innings because he's pitching really well, but he's been out a little bit. Do you have a ticket on anybody, Matt, for the Cy Young? For Cy Young, yeah, in the NL, I don't. Okay, uh, I don't have a I don't have a Cy Young ticket for either. I actually had a AL MVP to start the year off, and I had it on Adley Rutschman, but Shohei has just crushed that. So, all there's, right, there's zero chance that ticket hits. I have a couple. I mean, I have a couple. I did that Bryce Elder for the Braves or really early in the year. Just a flyer, like pizza money, just trying to win. And I did jump on Snell for the Padres about maybe a month and a half ago. And it's like, it's pizza money to win like 400. So, I mean, it's it's a nice ticket. Now it's a lot better. So we'll see. But the thing with Gallon is he's 12 and 5, 3.24 ERA. On the road, though, 2-4, and 4.72 ERA. This line just looks weird. And I know they're not playing well, but if you look at the pitching matchup, and then you look at Rich Hill, and Maddie, you can tell, really is a big fan of Rich Hill. Is this a play tonight on the Padres? Maddie, what do you think? (laughs) So, I have to say no. And I think it's because Rich Hill is so bad. But it's even now, by what you just said about Zach Gallon being on the road, now I am going back right now to look at history here between these two this year and the scores because because of Rich Hill's ERA, which is 12-something with the Padres, 12-7-9. And then Gallon of 3.24. I mean, you look at that, there, there should be 16 runs scored tonight. And the line is eight and a half. So I, I'm looking at the over because even eight and a half sounds a little low to me. Unless we're missing something, maybe some guys are out of lineup. I'm not sure. But Gallon's no good on the road. Uh, they're both fighting for their lives. Rich Hill just thinks, I, I, I'm not going to play either side, but I like the over. Yeah, you like the over. I'm looking on my one site. It's money lines minus 110 both teams. The over-under is eight and a half, like Matt just said. Even on the over, minus 120 on the under. I mean, I like whatever everything matches said there. And you would think I mean, that this would be a high-scoring game. There's something to me that Rich Hill's going to throw a gem tonight. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe what you should do then. Man, I, I can't believe it. But look at his strikeouts maybe if you think he's gonna throw some sort of a gem the lineups look good Tommy Pham's in there Walker uh Pertimo's still in there yeah I mean both lineups look good I don't know how this doesn't go over unless there's a strong wind blowing in and Petco is not a hitter's ballpark but I think that's too good to be true. And knowing us, this will be a 2 nothing shutout by Rich Hill. All right. I just locked it in. I'm going Padres tonight. <laughs> hey, you well, can't, I'm trying to talk about it. You can't say that we don't take games on the, on the show. 
You can't say that. <laughs> I like the over too. So listen, if you're at home right now and you're bored and there's nothing going on, lock in, do the over. Let's do the Padres. Let's in a in a couple hours. I can text Matt and say, man, we were all over this game. Rich Hill's gonna throw. And if you know Rich Hill, and I'm bragging him up, man, maybe we can get him on because uh, I'm a big supporter of Rich Hill, and he's already come out and said he's gonna pitch next year. So we'll see. See now, out of the two games tonight, so the second game is the Brewers and Dodgers. Yep. I thought for sure you'd already have that one locked in. I thought for sure that would be like your sharp angle syndicate best bet of the night, but well, maybe for some reason you're off of it. Maybe you'll have to tell me why you haven't hit this one yet. Well, I can't give out. I I gave out no play on the on the site today. Sharp angle syndicate, no play. And I'll be honest, I um, man, it's been a crazy. I I had I, I had Seattle back and forth, man. We you know we've been talking about baseball and just how things are crazy. So I lost. Seattle, I had Seattle two nights ago. Seattle's losing. They come back. They take the lead. I'm like, okay, I'm going to win. They blow it. They, uh, Kansas City does a bunt play, squeeze play, and they score, and they lose the game. Then last night, or was it last? No, it was two nights ago. I had Seattle again. I went right back to it, and I go back to the well a lot. If you follow me on Twitter and some of my bets, I go right back to it. 7 nothing Seattle. And you're like, only in the third, but you're like, man, seven nothing. That's pretty good. Next thing you know, seven three, seven four, seven five. Then it gets to like the ninth, eight eight, and I'm like, okay, I gotta go to bed. I woke up. I think it was the night before first day of school. I woke up at like three in the morning. You know, you're a little nervous, and you know, you have to go do your job, and you're on summer break. And then they won ten eight. I'm like, okay, great. You know, it's one of those, it's just, that's baseball for you. If you And we've said it all year, gambling. Now, I'm not on anything. I don't want to give anything away. My partner in crime on the, on the site is on this game. I'm not going to say what he's playing tonight until you sign up at Sharp Angle Syndicate and you get great packages and we give you winners and we can't wait for football season. So... Where where's your mindset here? I'm gonna I'll throw something out here because I might jump in and it might be with what's on the site and I sometimes go opposite of the site if I'm doing by myself. What do you what do you like in this game, Matt? I think it's no brainer Dodgers. Um Lancelin three and eighteen innings pitch, two ERA with the Dodgers. Their lineup is full force tonight. Bet, Stream and Peralta, JD Martinez, Muncie, Hayward, James Altman, Enrique Hernandez, Barnes catching against a banged-up Brewers team. Uh, Willie Adamas is hitting 203 in the heart of their lineup. They really don't scare you after the three-hole. South Freelick Adamas, Monasterio, never heard of him. Victor Carantini, the traveling man from the Cubs. Uh, I mean, Corbin Burns is on the mound. I think if you want to go safe play tonight, you'd look the under. But I don't like that. I think it's just straight Dodgers money line tonight, minus 150. You know, I'm going to say something about Lance Lynn because I really, on this show, and if you're a follower of the show, I really was like, man, that's what the Dodgers did, Lance Lynn. And if you do a show like this, sometimes you're right, and I say sometimes you're the smartest man in the room, and then other times your opinion's not not the best. And I think it's always important if it's not looking well, you call yourself out. So I'll make fun of myself on that. I joked about Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn was not pitching well. If you still look at it overall, his numbers, they're not that good. Now, here's the thing. 
since he's been over with the Dodgers. Now, on an unbelievable team, the White Sox weren't good. Motivation might have not been good, a veteran pitcher. I think he's 36 years old, maybe maybe 37. First game against Oakland when he got traded over to the Dodgers. Now it's Oakland. Seven innings, five hits, three earned runs. Now he did give up three home runs, and we've said all summer on this show that he gives up home runs, seven Ks. He does strike out people. Always look at his probably K props, I think, Matt. Then he, okay, but it's Oakland. You're like, okay, the Dodgers should destroy and he should get the win. San Diego, six innings, four hits, one earned run, one home run, six Ks. Then Colorado, five innings, four hits, zero earned run. They scored one, but it was, must have been, you know, it didn't count. Zero earned runs, zero home runs, nine strikeouts. Now you might look at this and go, Smitty, it's, it's Oakland and the Rockies, two, two out of three games there. But still, he's pitched well. He's on a good team. Guys get motivated when they're on good teams here. I'm going to throw another little stat out. Dodgers, 10 in a row, 14 and 1 in August. They're there, people. I did not play this game. If I was going to play this game tonight, I'm going to just stay with the hot team and I'm going to take the Dodgers. Now, you could look at it and go with the odds, Matt. If you want to throw a little bit of money down, Burns, like you said, is a really good pitcher. Now, Milwaukee's beat up. I think you made great points there. But could you try to get that plus money tonight? Yeah, you got a good pitcher going. It is Lance Lynn. Could he blow up? Yes. Dodgers just hit. Dodgers are right there with the Braves, man. The Braves every night put like nine runs up on the board. The perfect segue. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look a little bit bigger picture because we got the playoffs looming. So like you said, Dodgers 10 in a row. Now, when you look bigger picture and the playoffs, where are they in the seedings? They've actually caught Atlanta. They're only four and a half behind the Braves for top spot, which might not seem big, but it is kind of big. That is that big. That is, that's a great point. Yeah. That is, that's big. Now, however... Even though the Dodgers are 10 and 0, they can't get any help but from anybody else because the Braves are 8 and 2 in their last 10. You'd figure when somebody goes 10 and 0, you might be able to make up three, four games. They've only made up two, which stinks. And I, well, personally, I hate the Dodgers and I hate the Braves, so I'd rather see them both tank and see my Phillies creep into it. But those bums are still struggling along at 500. But that's all they need to do. That's a different story. I I just think the lineup is too good tonight, even though Burns is a really good pitcher and in a normal year where he doesn't get hurt and maybe Brewers upgrade a little bit. He's in the, he's in the convo for Cy Young year in and year out the past couple of years, but Lynn's good. Lynn at the trade deadline, like we did kind of knock it on the show. Oh, I, I did. I I'll be, I'll be very honest yeah. on the show. I did. I thought it was, I thought it was a very like C move, like a guy like that. But I'm like, man, for a team to make a playoff push and win a World Series, that's all you did because they have all these young arms in your in the rotation. You're like, there's no way it's going to work. Well, it's worked. Well, I think that I think that may have been the plan. Is hey, let's get a grinder and a vet in here to maybe even just eat up some innings like your Rich Hill, but then also help these young guys out and not have them feel overwhelmed by coming in and having to pitch every fifth day. So I think it worked, and Kershaw's back, and it looked amazing. So I guess the Dodgers management has done okay, so I can't even say anything bad about them. Can I just say about the trade deadline, I'm going to use the Pirates because I'm a Pirates fan if you follow this. The one year when the Pirates were pretty good, they traded and got J.A. Happ out of Toronto. And you kind of looked at that and was like, 
And I think they got a reliever out of the, uh, man, who was, he was like a closer. I think he pitched the eighth inning for the Pirates too in that same trade deadline. I can't remember his name, but he was kind of like the closer for the Tigers. Then he went into the eighth and you're like, eh, okay. J.A. Happen as a start and you're like, ugh, this isn't great. And the Pirates are right there and you're, as a fan, you're like, what are you doing? Go for it. J.A. Happ pitched great. It was like Quintana last year. Where did he go? St. Louis? I think he pitched pretty well for St. Louis, too. Lynn, maybe, I mean, listen, if I'm incorrect, he's making me eat my words, and I'll say it on air that maybe it was a good move. Those guys get motivated. Dodgers are so good. It's looking good, and again, I'm sorry. I'll apologize right now. Now, he'll probably give up nine runs tonight. So, Lance Lynn, I'm sorry that you have pitched pretty well for the Dodgers. Good job. Go to the playoffs. Try to win a World Series. If you give up nine tonight and I take you, I'm not going to be happy. But I might be on the Dodgers tonight. I like going with the hot team. They're they're really they're really good. That team. Can you imagine, Maddie? Now again, I know you're a Phillies fan, and we want to get into Big Ten football here. So I don't want to ramble too long here with this, but. Your Phillies, I like your Phillies, and I'm not a Phillies guy, man. When you're in the state, it's like a wall down the state, and you're like one side or the other, and I'm a Pirates fan. I don't like the Phillies, but I've been on high. Now, I did take, I'm going to be honest, I have a season under total on the Phillies, but I've been very high on the Phillies. I think the Phillies are a team that made a great run last year. I can see the Phillies doing it again. I, I think that's a that's a great team right there. I like what the Phillies have done. I like how they're playing. But can you imagine a Braves Dodgers to go to the World Series? Man, that'd be fantastic. The problem with the Phillies is they just can't. They win three, they lose three. They win one, they lose one. They're 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 treading water. Uh, Nola and Wheeler need to get their act together, and then along with Turner, and they'll be fine. I, I think, though, when it comes to the playoffs, as dominant as the Braves are, I really think the Phillies have the best chance to beat them. Being so familiar with them, uh, the Phillies have a, the, the same kind of bullpen, so they're, they're pretty even there. The Braves probably have three better starters, but the Phillies have two really, really good starters. So I think it's a coin toss when it comes to a playoff run. Can I say the another? Dodgers are the, wild, the Dodgers, to me, are the wild card because they're, they just hit the ball. They're, I mean, we all know the Braves. I think, I think I heard a stat that if you take Matt Olson out of their stats, they still lead baseball in home runs. Oh, that's, that's crazy. Impressive. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's impressive. Can I say another team, and maybe this is like a night, this is like an AA tonight or something, and go like, hi, my name's Todd Smith, and I did not like this team. I'm going to say something here. The Nationals, because I always, it seems like I bash, and people always get real pissed off at me on, like, social media. I made a joke on a show the other day and said about the Steelers, like, I didn't like some of the stuff with the Steelers, and people get mad at me, and Penn State football and why don't you like UVA or the Nationals or the Wizards? Man, the Nationals, I'm going to give them credit because I had Boston last night, best bet, and they, they tied it up 2-2, and the Nationals went ahead and won that game. I think they beat them again. They were winning earlier in the day today. I don't. I got to look up the final here. Maybe Boston came back, but I don't care. I'm going to give a little shout-out to the Nationals. 
Davey Martinez, what he's done with this team, because this team was supposed to be one of the worst teams. Man, they they play hard every night, and they scrap. And then they gave one of their best bats to the Cubs, and they're still winning games against a team, Boston, that could get in the playoffs that really needs it, and you beat Paxton. Well, Paxton pitched okay, and then the bullpen kind of got roughed up there. But I just want to say, unbelievable. I think the Nationals are doing a great job this year. I think Davey Martinez is a really good manager, so we can move on. But I just wanted to give that out because, you know, I'm opinionated, and some people get – ticked off that I say, and they always think I bash certain teams, but I give praises too when they're good. All right, Maddie, let's dive into it, man. It's 7.55. Maddie, has that NFL game kicked off yet? This is a great thing, doing a live I'm, show. I, you can talk about I'm stuff like this. I'm trying to look right now. Uh, yeah, it is. Two nothing Browns in the bottom of the third. Two nothing Browns. <laughs> Two nothing nice. Browns. Deshaun Watson hit a two-run homer there. Okay, two nothing Browns. This was a lower, I think some people like the under in this game. So I did not take this. I have a couple games. We're going to talk preseason before we get off tonight. I, I Man, I would, I kind of like maybe a live under in that. I'm going to hold it for a little bit. Maybe get another live bet here on the show here. Oh, let's go Big Ten football, man. Last week, we broke down the ACC, man. What great information from all the guys here. And again, Jason and Q couldn't be here tonight, but I guarantee they'll probably put something out on social media. So always follow our our social media and they'll get some info. So myself and Matt's going to break it down. Matty, Big Ten football, man. Two sides. Let's go West really quick. Is I think the East, again, is the powerhouse, but let's go. And again, people, how we're doing it this year is we're doing it a little different. We're going to hit on a couple teams, a couple ideas. We're not breaking down any team. If something pops out that we really like on a bet or a team that we think is going to be really bad, we'll throw that out too, so maybe you can play an under win total there. Maddie, the West, it seems like it's Wisconsin, Iowa. Is that where your head is right now? No. Oh my uh, goodness. I'm going to throw a third team in there. Okay. Uh, there's a team that I really, really like. Uh, my cousin threw it out to me, so I'm going to give him a shout out. Uh, so I dug into it. Illinois uh, with Brett Bielema. Plus 550 to win the West. Give me that ticket. Um, they're actually much improved even over last year when they had a good run. All their metrics put them in the middle of the pack for the entire uh, Big Ten, not just the West. So they're really not efficient anywhere. They're really not awesome anywhere. But I think a team who needs to keep an eye on them is Penn State when Penn State travels out to there. And I wrote down that game. Uh, It's early. September 16th, Penn State goes to Illinois. Man, they're going to be fired up for that. And that's kind of one of those trap games. You come in, I think Penn State plays a crap opponent in week two, probably somebody like Akron or somebody, I'm not even sure. And that's scary. Now, I do think Wisconsin and Iowa are one, two, but I don't think they're head and shoulders above Iowa in any way, shape, or form. Iowa got Kate McNair from Michigan, a quarterback. Wisconsin's under a whole new regime. Are they going to continue to pound the ball, or are they going to be – maybe try to get the air raid involved and, and throw the ball more. But they still have Braylon Allen, who's going to rack up tons of yards. In fact, he's not a bad play for a Heisman ticket. But I like what Bielema's got there, man. I, I think that I think the uh, Illini have a chance to sneak in and steal the West. I think it's one of those years where 
Purdue sneaks Purdue snuck in in the past and stole it away from some teams. I think this is a I think this is a sneaky year for the Illini. Okay, so let's I, I I'm going to hit on three teams here, and again we have a little bit more time because we don't have the other two guys here. I just want to bounce off that Penn State. You made that comment about the schedule here. Penn State week two Delaware. I think the Fighting oh, Hens <laughs> go in there and. Uh, at Beaver Stadium. That's a um, noon September 9th noon game. So if you have yeah, I'll not, take, I'll take the first half spread Penn State on that one. If it'll probably be about thirty five. If you have not got your tickets for that game, please jump on there. They open up with West Virginia, which I think is going to have some issues, and we'll get to that here um, in the next couple weeks here. Delaware, and then you have that Illinois game. And then Iowa, the following week, comes into Penn State. So I'm going to bounce with something with Matt there. Looking at the schedule there with the Illinois game, Penn State. I kind of agree with Matt there. That's, you know, Penn State should get off to a good start. And we'll talk Penn State in a second, so I'm not going to jump in here. But that's a good spot there. You got Delaware should be a blowout. Then you got Iowa coming in. They might be saying a little better team. And then you got to go really on the road for the first time. Younger quarterback. I think that's a pretty good breakdown there by uh, our guy there. That could be maybe Penn State gets the win, but keep an eye on the spread when you get there. All right, so what I have, I'm going to stay with Illinois here. I love the coach. I love the hire. I love them at Wisconsin. I like he is Big Ten football. Pound the ball. Just run the ball. Play. They got some good wide receivers. Uh, Williams is a good wide receiver. I think their quarterback's an old Miss transfer coming in. Now, they did lose some people. They lost Brown, the running back. But I think they're going to be okay. If you really, again, I'm going off some of the VEASAN stuff because I really respect the VEASAN information. Their favorite in seven, their win total six and a half. The game I marked down, because we try to write down games that maybe we're considering where the over-under could be. I have at Kansas, the September 8th game, their favorite by minus two and a half. Kansas is a program that's really starting to get a little better, Maddie. That's going to be a tight game. That could be the win total right there. I don't think I, I, I like this program. I think they hired the right coach. I don't think they're going to win this side of the division there. I like what Maddie said, though. I like what his cousin said. They're going out on a flyer. I think that's good. Where I'm going to go here is I think this is two teams. Maddie can bounce with me here. Everyone's on Wisconsin. Here's the thing with Wisconsin. What do you know of Wisconsin football? Well, they play jump around going into the fourth quarter. And they usually pound the ball and they run the ball a lot. And it's kind of boring. Well, they're going to, they brought in Luke Fickle out of Cincinnati. They brought in an offensive coordinator from UNC. And now, like Maddie said, they're going to try to throw an air raid offense at you, which I can't wait to see, Matt, because that's just going to be fantastic. They have an unbelievable running back, Allen. Now, the quarterback they're bringing in is the kid from SMU. He threw over 7,000 yards for SMU. Now, SMU is an offense that is very similar to this. They're going to throw it out. I can't wait to see this because this is going to be something that when I'm a teenager, Matt's a teenager, growing up, what did Wisconsin always do, Matt? They always what? Ran the ball. Ran the ball. ball. Ron Dane. We could just keep going and on with running backs over. So, I... You know, do they throw a little bit? Yeah, but not an air raid. So I got to see it to believe it. They got a stud running back. Okay, so, Matty, you agree with me? A lot of people, what you've heard, because you dive into this so much, everyone's on Wisconsin to win this side, right? 
Yeah, I mean, Iowa's going to be formidable, though, with McNamara's an upgrade at uh, quarterback. Their tight end might be the best in the country, Luke Lachey. So that's going to be a good combo. Problem is they don't have any they don't have any weapons on the outside, no wide receivers to really be a threat. They have a great D-line this year. The, my problem with them is uh, the coach. Every year, I mean, has he, has he run his course? Is it time to move on from parents? It, it's, it's, what is it? Every year, Iowa football, 8-4, and 8-5, and five, give them that, and then just give them a, I, I don't know, Sun Bowl, if that even still exists anymore. And that's where they are. Maybe one one out of every five years, they win 10, 11 games, and they sneak into the the uh, Big Ten championship game. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Again, they just don't overwhelm me, which is why I'm not afraid to put a flyer on Illinois this year. And, I mean, Wisconsin across the board has the best talent. And Mordecai is really good. And, and they, of course, have the big boys up front. Their O-line is always the big country kids and maulers. So, I mean, it's hard to say it's not going to be Wisconsin in the West. But in the past couple of years, man, that division has been pretty crazy shakeup. It's kind of been like the uh, NFC East. Nobody wins it back-to-back. It's always a new team every year. And I, I think I'm going to stick with that trend. I think it's going to be somebody different again this year. All right, so I like Iowa. That's the team I think I would put a ticket on because – and I said this, I, I did a spot with Sharp Angle Syndicate last night and I made a comment. I said, listen, I'm not on this team because they have the old Michigan quarterback. McNamara, you got to love the kid. And I, you know, listen, as a Michigan fan, a diehard, and so is Matty. Matty likes the Michigan program. I thought it was really tough when he took them into the playoffs for the, you know, had a really good year. And then everybody wanted J.J. McCarthy. And I like J.J. McCarthy. I mean, I don't – good athlete, can run, can throw. They got great running backs. But the fan base, like, booed him. And I always kind of got upset with that because I'm like, wow, here's a kid that actually got you to the playoffs. He's not flashy, but he's a good quarterback. They got the old tight end. I think uh, – is it Eric All, the tight end out of Michigan? He transferred there. So I'm not trying to say I love this team because there are some Michigan guys there. I just think they're pretty good talent. Now, I agree. Their defense is really good. I agree. Matt made great points about the head coach. Is it? I, I, I could see this guy going. Is his kid still running the offense? I didn't look that up. I don't. Uh, I'll look it up. But I was just looking up their preseason, like, rankings for the first four teams. So, first team, all Big Ten, second team, all the way through the fourth. Iowa has two guys out of 44 guys out of that whole thing. And one's that tight end I mentioned and one's a tackle. I don't think that's enough. How, how are they going to score points to beat anybody? How are they going to score enough points to beat Wisconsin, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan? And I'm going to throw another team out there in the other side to look out for that I don't think they can beat either. So if I had to put Iowa somewhere, I'm putting them probably – Seventh overall in the Big Ten. Total. Wow. Okay. I, I'm a lot. I'm a lot higher in Iowa. I like. I am not. I like taking a flyer in Iowa to win the, the West. Now here's the thing with that. To, a, a game. A, a game I put down. 
They got to play Iowa State. That game's always tight, and that's always low scoring. And you know those Iowa kids, they like to gamble on that game, and they're going to try to figure out what's going to happen and make some money there. So, oh, oh I know. I had to go there. But uh, another game, I think when they play Wisconsin, it is at Wisconsin, which is just a really, really tough place to play. But if I'm going to take a flyer on the West, I'm going to take Iowa. I think Iowa's going to be, I just like, I like I like their quarterback. I like it. I got it. Man, Wisconsin, if you look at Wisconsin, they have it all. I just got to see this offense. It's just something different. I love the coach. I like this. Beeson has um over unders 8. They haven't favored in 10 Iowa. Just saying. Just saying. All right. Hey, I want to give it I want to give a shout out real quick to that one to one of the kids from uh, Iowa State who was caught gambling. Good for you, gambling. We love gamblers, yeah. <laughs> but 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 here's the thing: somebody broke it down. I forget how many bets he made, but basically he bet seven dollars a game is what it came out to. I'm yeah, like, and oh if you're gonna, if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna get busted on that, good lord almighty, man. Yeah. Do least, and what yeah, was the did you did you see the other one, Maddie? That the guy um, had the under. But then he caught the touchdown pass to take the over, like he broke a run or something. And I, that was another guy they were investigating. What a crazy scene out of Iowa. But what in the world is you going to do out in Iowa? So, hey, total, total off subject, real quick. And I don't mean to derail us. Did you see the guy's par 10 team parlay the other night that missed by one game? No, I did not. And did you how it missed? I, I guess this guy had a crazy parlay $10 to win $950,000. Oh, my God. He took. Tons of underdogs. He had nine out of nine, and it was the Yankees versus the Marlins. And the Yankees were up by five in the ninth inning. Oh, that was lost. Sunday. That was Sunday. Yeah, and the Marlins came back. Oh, my He God. lost 950 grand on that. Wow. One of the best bullpens in baseball. I, I hope that guy didn't. I hope he didn't off himself. I hope he's still alive and well. Wow. Okay. Great story. Sorry. No, that's, back, that's, back a, to, that's a heck of a story. Back, because yeah, I, I, I had the Nats that day, and they were losing down by five, and they came back and won. That was my best bet on sharp angle. And then you look, and that happened, too. I did not know that story. That's a great story. All right, here here we go with the Big Ten. Where are we going to go here? Well, of course, everybody's going to go in the same direction here. We just broke down the West. I got I did have a, I have a bet on a team, but I'm going to do it later. We're not breaking down all the teams. If there's a team that really stands out, we're going to go and – Talk about it. But what are we going to say here? Well, here we go. We got Michigan. We got Ohio State. We got Penn State. And I said, it's always a shame that they're on the same side. These are three really good programs. You can look at it in different ways with that. But this is a year. So let's let's dive in really quick. I'm going to let's hit Penn State really fast, Matt. I want to hear your thoughts on Penn State because a lot of people that watch the show, Jason's not here. He, he went to Penn State. Dr. Brent's a big fan of the show. He went to Penn State. Garvey that's been on the show is a Penn State fan. This is the year, people. This is the year. You got the running backs. Matt, Matty's giving me a look. I don't think he likes it, but let's see. I'm going to just throw it out like this. This is the year. You got the quarterback. I said this a couple weeks ago. When I went up there for the whiteout game, Sean Clifford wasn't doing much. People flipping out. They wanted this kid. Well, you got the kid. Here's the thing. Can James Franklin win the big? Manny Diaz isn't a bad defensive coordinator. Maddie, you gave me a look like, mm, Smitty, it ain't going to happen. Why is it not going to happen no. in Happy Valley this year? No, I'm actually with you. Um, as we talk a lot off air, 
and we throw ideas at each other and we're constantly digging into stuff nonstop like fools. I think this is no excuses year for Penn State. None. They have talent at every position for a change. And, and, and by talent, I mean basically they have a star at running back. They have a potential star at quarterback. They have a great O-line, good wide receivers, great D-line, great defensive backs this year. No excuse. Ohio State, their defense doesn't really scare anybody anymore. The problem is they outscore everybody. However, there's no C.J. Stroud. And I think another equalizer to this whole Big Ten East is what's going on with Michigan and Jim Harbaugh? Is this going to affect their team as a whole? I don't think so because they're so talented. I think basically a, I don't want to say us can run this, but I think a high school coach could run the Michigan team for a month and get away with it. You can say we and, can and run they it. Still go, they need our yeah, services. Yeah, well, we can go up there. We might need all four of us, but I think we'd do it. But, yeah, I'm with you on Penn State. I think Aller's the right move. I think this is their year. I wrote down some games. Of course, we're all going to say, hey, it's Penn State, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan. But the, the game Penn State going to Ohio State is the key. If they win that one, I think they can get into the Final Four playoff. The problem is if they lose that one, I think it's too late in the year that they can't. So – I think that game right there is going to eliminate one of the two teams. And then it comes down to Penn State, Michigan, uh, Ohio State, Michigan at the end of the year with really big implications. I do think this is Michigan's year. I think they're just too talented. And that's another team that has zero excuses this year. I think Penn or Ohio State can throw an excuse out that, hey, we didn't have the right QB yet. And uh, maybe he will develop. Maybe he'll shock the crap out of us. But they're loaded, man. They uh, this I actually wrote down. This is running back. The Big Ten, we all know, loves to run the ball. But this is Big Ten football. Uh, Michigan with Quorum and Donovan Edwards. Penn State has Singleton, and then Ohio State has Trevion Henderson and Mayan Williams. Man, it loaded, just loaded this year. I do want to talk about one other team, but I'll let you go ahead and fire back on those points. Yeah, you know, we can break it down because I have a team I really like in the Big Ten, too, and I think it's on this side that I think it's a good win total, and I'll break it down here. Yeah, this is, like I said, you know, I bragged this team up, and everybody always says, oh, Smitty hates Penn State football. No, I don't. I mean, I just, it's, I like Michigan, and I grew up there. I worked in the athletic department for Penn State. I interned there. Um, You know, unbelievable. If you've never been to Beaver Stadium at a night game, man, you better do it. Because until one of the best home environments, unbelievable, it's just, it's fantastic. It's fantastic football. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for Penn State with that. And this, again, this is the, this the year. But, you know, like Maddie said, the only question mark I had reading some things, wide receivers, brought in some transfers, that could be a key there. Now, you look at games. They're at Ohio State. They're not favored in that game. That's a tough game. They get Michigan at home on November 11th. Now, here's the only thing a lot of people aren't happy about that is that's a noon game because that's Fox. Fox has taken over all these Big Ten games and they put them on at noon. And you, I've listened, I've talked to some Penn State fans and they're like, it stinks because it should be the whiteout game. It should be a night game. Place would be, people would be partying all day, wound up, really going loud. Noon sometimes, a little bit of a sleepwalk. College kids are out pretty late. Then you go and you try to tailgate again. 
you get in there a little late, crowd could be down a little bit. I mean, I'm, it's still going to be a good crowd. But, again, a noon game. And that's from Penn State fans have told me that. So that's not me making it up. Keep an eye on at Maryland. And I think that's a good little lead into where I'm going to go here in a little bit. So I think Penn State's good. Do I think they're going to win this side? No, I do not. Where do I think I'm going to go? And then I'm going to let Maddie, and then we'll hit on some teams that we're going to go, and then we're going to try to hit NFL preseason here. I love Michigan again, and I'm not trying to say it because I'm a Michigan fan. This is the team, like Matt said, they got to get in. They got to get in again. They've been in two straight years, but here's the thing. You got to win. You got to get to the national championship game. You can keep going there. doesn't mean anything if you can't win it. And as a Michigan fan, that's where I'm at. You couldn't lose to TCU last year. I'm sorry. Georgia the year before, I see it. Georgia's really good. TCU last year, you couldn't stop them. They had a pretty good quarterback. They had a good wide receiver. They had some athletes. You were a better team. You should have won that game. Now, Ohio State, great team. Matt said, great running backs. Harrison Jr., the wide receiver, a freak. Defense gave up some points last year. Offensive line, question mark, new quarterback. Can they win the big game? Can he beat Michigan? Because I'll tell you, he gets smoked again by Michigan, you're going to have people in Columbus not very happy. And you can be a great coach and a great program. You can't beat the rival, and especially in that one, you're not going to be there very long. I'm going to take Michigan to win this side. Maddie, what do you have? Yeah, I, I'm on board. Um, I, I I would put a flyer on Penn State, though, at plus plus 450 to win that side. And, and I mean, it's, it's a good bet. I don't think it's a great bet, but it's fun to have a little skin in the game. I, I just think, I think Michigan's too talented this year, but I, I hope the Harbaugh uh, disturbance doesn't cause like a ripple effect throughout the year, but I'm more intrigued about your your fun team because I'm pretty sure you and I have the fun team on the same page. Okay, so let's go into that. I, you know, and I think Matt just made a great point there, and I'll never do it because I'm not going to bet Penn State to win this side. But if you are like neutral here, I think Penn State's a great bet. Hate to say it. I'm going to have Scott, our producer, burn this episode after we're done here. I can't believe I just said that. Scott, I don't even know where he is. Burn this episode, buddy, after we're done here. I can't believe I just said Penn State would be a great bet. Scott, are, are you there? Burn this episode, oh, okay? God. I'll mute you. I'll bleep it. Okay, don't even put it out. All right, Maddie, here's my team. I love Maryland. Me too. Oh, man. No, that's disaster going to happen. Here's the reason. Okay, Maddie, you know what? I'm going to let you go. You go. Maddie, they're going to start out. They're going to they're going to start off five and zero. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. I I, I mean yeah. Alston, Charlotte, Virginia, a horrendous Michigan State team. Might that game be close because it's in Michigan State? Sure. Bad Indiana team, and then October seventh they get Ohio State, and they get Ohio State at home, and that's going to be a shootout that's going to be a I, I mean if if i had a guess right now that's probably a 72 73 over under type line and it might even climb depending on how healthy they are when they get there but when you have tagla Vilo and then the, the wide receiver uh, the wide receiver deshaun jones who's a really special talent they're going to chuck the ball this 
this is the team that should be, have the air raid and just, you know what, we're going to just try to outscore you, sprinkle in some runs, but let, let's go. Let's go 35-34 type games and see if we can get the win that way. Yeah, I'm with you on or on Maryland. I really like them. Their schedule even down the, the stretch, I mean, they do get the big boys because they're in the East. They get Ohio State, uh, Penn State, and Michigan, but they also have Nebraska and Rutgers in there and the, a Northwestern. That's a win. I don't know what their predicted season win total is, but lo and behold, if it's seven, I'm going over. Well, so Maddie did a better name on that last name than I did. I just always say to his brother. And here's the thing <laughs> with to his brother is it came out, if this is true, SEC teams were trying to buy him. They were trying to do NIL deals with him to get him to leave. He wouldn't leave. He has a relationship with the head coach. Was hey, you got to show a lot of respect for that. The kid can throw picks. I'm gonna try to do two things at one. I'm gonna try to get on a book and look at this Maryland team too. The kid can throw picks, but the kid can light it up too. The wide receiver, Matt said, is a stud. I have it down in my notebook. Running back should be okay. Offensive coordinator. If I read this right, Matt Gaddis. Now we know who he yeah. is. He was at Michigan. Yeah. I wasn't the biggest fan of him. But the year they got in no. the playoffs against Georgia, he won assistant coach of the year. Then he went to Miami, was the offensive coordinator, did not pan out well. He's gone. He's up in Maryland. Kevin Sumlin also is on that coaching staff. I think he's going to be a little offensive coordinator, too, if I read that correctly. Good coaching staff here. Is that correct, Matt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I looked it up. Win total is seven and a half. Oh my goodness. I'm locking it in right now. If that's seven and a half, because I love now. this play. VSIN has, oh. I have over seven, Maddie, real quick. VSIN again, I love the VSIN magazine. And if you have not got that, we have a lot of great people from VSIN that comes on our show. Get that, buy that magazine. They have them favored in nine. I, I, I think that's a, I think that's the proper play. The money is about 50-50 on both sides. So nobody's leaning one way or the other. And uh, last, this is last year's numbers. They were 55th in total offense. I think they're going to be even better this year. And 44th in total defense, which isn't awful in the college game. It puts them kind of average, I would say. If they can just improve on that a little bit, heck yeah, they can go 8-5 and five again easy. easy. Who knows? Easy. One one upset out there of uh, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan. I mean, that's nine wins easy, and that's actually a pretty good bowl game for this this program if that's what they get. Yeah, I'd love the over. This is my. I was right with you. I was glad you pulled out the terrapin. All right, there you go. You heard it from two guys on the show. We love this play, and we'll track it all year, and we'll talk about it. They get they should get off to a great start. So we'll be I, I, I love this. I wrote it in my notebook. Love this play. Favorite play in the Big Ten is Maryland over. All right. I love it. I like when we're hey, I want, can I give one shout out? Yeah, go real quick because I want to bash a team really quick before we get in the NFL preseason. Oh, and that's this. what I was gonna do. Oh, well, go for it. Please go tell me we're not gonna no, please go. tell me we're not gonna bash the same team. Well go. Michigan I mean State. we did we uh, I have I have two. Well, that's one. Okay, so we did this last week with the ACC. We were saying yeah. who's going to be good teams, and then we went around the table and said who's going to be the worst teams. Maddie, you hate Michigan State. You think they're going to be really bad. I do too. I that's one of my teams. I have another team. So, Maddie, real fast for the audience, why is Michigan State not going to be good? Uh, 
their coach stinks. Yep. Uh, their recruiting, their recruiting has stunk. Jack. Jack. You can't, go, you can't go down their roster anymore and find a stud or a star. They've lost. It's like they've lost all luster. And I used to hate this program because they were the thorn in the side of Michigan. They were the one that that crushed their dreams for years and years. Uh, we saw that one, the, the kick game, the dude try to kick it out of bounds, all that nonsense. Even in the uh, 80s, they were a thorn in their side. The Plaxico Burris teams, the Jeff Smoker teams, I can go on and on. Thorn in the side, I just think they're, I think they're bums now. I don't, I don't mean to be hypercritical, but they, they got no stars. I think they actually need to rebuild, get rid of the coach, Mel Tucker. Man, forget it. Five and seven last year. I don't know what their win total is, but I would actually look under because I look at their schedule, I think they lose to Washington. I think they lose to Maryland. I lose to Iowa. I think they'll lose to Rutgers, Michigan, Minnesota. I four wins best at this team. Best. Yeah, I'm not high on them. Five and seven last year. They had late transfers, too, if you look at this team. Quarterback left late. I think a wide receiver left late, went to Florida State. So that's, it's not like these guys just, tra- it was like a late, like getting ready for the season. These guys left Thorne, the quarterback, uh, Coleman, the wide receiver, you know, offensive line comes back in my notes, but you read, eh, I'm not that high on it. 13 starter six, uh, yeah, under five and a half. They're favored in a five. I'm not high on Michigan state. They gave that co- that coach had one good year and they gave him a lot of money. They screwed up. So, yeah. Sorry. Okay, my team real quick is we want to hit the NFL a little bit and maybe just hit on the first day of golf here before we get off here. We got about 10 minutes. Northwestern, I already jumped on it. It was three and a half. I jumped on Northwestern. That's that's a train wreck right now. It's a train wreck. And, you know, you have some allegations of hazing with the program, and you hope that's not true. Because, you know, Pat Fitzgerald was a coach that I really liked. It was a guy that was on high in demand, and he always, you know, he played there at Northwestern, wanted to stay there at Northwestern. And, again, that's a very tough school to get into, the academics and everything. And sometimes they don't have good teams, and other times they've had really good teams. But then you hear all this, and you're like, wow, what is going on here? And, again, you don't – I'm not saying anyone's guilty. Maybe he's not. Maybe the program's not. Maybe these kids are making stuff up. But I just think it's tough for kids – you have a lot going on with the program. And I, I went off this weeks ago in the summer when Jason, we talked about football really quick. And this is before even it came out. Jason made a comment and said, I don't think the talent is there for this team. Then it hit with all this mess and I jumped on it. So I got Northwestern under three and a half. I don't think they're going to win a lot of games this year. So there you go. Take the under Michigan State. I agree with Matt on that. I have them down. Also, keep an eye on Northwestern with the under in that. This is crazy, crazy if you look at their schedule. <laughs> Just the eyeball test. I mean, they play UTEP week two. I hate to say it, that's not a guaranteed win. I think the only guaranteed win is Howard University on October 7th. After that, I think it's forget about it. Maybe this team will pull into ultra shocker and maybe who knows shock us all by competing but yeah i, I there's no chance anything it, i mean if you can still find a three and a half i'd still look for that and go under 
Yeah, I got on it. I, it was a couple, maybe about a month ago or a couple weeks ago, so I jumped on it. All right, let's go preseason football. We got about eight minutes here. We're going to try to find preseason football. Most people, when you say, I'm going to gamble preseason football, they look at you and they think you seriously have a problem. But, hey, you can win money on that. I started very cold. I had a pretty good weekend. I bounced back. And, of course, I gave out one of my teaser Kings plays last week, and I'll talk about that in a second because I got another one for you, which was an easy winner last week for me. So I already jumped on a couple plays this week. I'm going to throw this out, Matty, before. I bounce to you here. Old man in the garage, two and one, hit two in the Hall of Fame game. Our buddy that gives out plays lost last week with New England. He always does dogs for the season, which is always hard to do, and he's doing it in the preseason. He has the Lions this week, the Vikings, and the Chargers. So that is money line plays for old man in the garage. He's two and one in preseason. Let's get it going and let's get some wins there. So follow him. Hey, he has a big fan base. I have a couple people that always, what's old man taking? So we'll see what happens. Maddie, we have a game tonight. Is there any chance you can give us a quick score update? Because that was a baseball score a couple minutes ago. Three to two, top of the seven. Three to two. <laughs> three to two, Eagles. Donovan McNabb came back, hit a three-run homer, and the Eagles are up three two. Hey, I said right away, maybe look at an under on that. So right now it's looking good. I didn't jump on it, so... I think your under is looking great. Yeah, that's that's what it looks. So, hey, so schedule's kind of all over the place, and we don't have a ton of time here. We're going to try to get you some plays, and you can look into this. Again, preseason, I think the best advice you can give, this is week two for most of these teams. Now, it's only three games this year for most of these teams, except the two teams that played in the Hall of Fame game, which was the Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets. They play four games. So if you usually look off of this, in the old way when they played four, the second game was the one that some of these guys would play some of their starters. You saw some starters last week. It depends on this. We have talked on this show about quarterback room with the better quarterbacks overall that can come in. I like, I'm going to throw a team out last week. The Saints, they played Carr. They have Winston. They have the rookie out of uh, Fresno State that came in. Hey, it was looking great. I had money line on that. It was 17 nothing. Next thing you know, Kansas City's winning. Luckily, I won that game, and that was the winner for me. But quarterback room, coach, and we'll talk about the Ravens here in a second. Maddie, any plays so far you're locked into in preseason football this week? Well, I started out 4-0 week one with the Hall of Fame game, and then uh, I went downhill severely after that i went zero and four then so we're sitting at 500 so little rebound that's not bad but I, not bad but i don't i don't like this week this is so just tonight the eagles haven't played a starter and neither have the browns so i think they're going to hold off this week see who's going to be the potential roster cuts who they need to weed out and then next week i think the starters will get a quarter before the season starts so i did write two games down i'm not on anything yet I like the Giants and Panthers under 39. I don't think the Giants have anything to prove. Uh, their depth is kind of lacking. Barkley probably won't play. So keep Danny Dimes healthy. Their backups are nothing great. And I don't think the Panthers can risk uh, Bryce Young getting hurt. And they looked really bad last week. So they might want to just give him a quarter again and then go from there. I don't think he's going to get much time just because they don't want to risk an injury. And the other one, I like the Titans. 
I actually, this is the only other game I like. Titans maybe lay the points with them. I think Malik Willis is getting rave reviews, so I think he's going to get a half a football, and that might be enough for the Titans to hold off the Vikings. All right, so here we go. I have the Giants stat. I played the Giants last week. They lost to Detroit. That game was back and forth here. I like the Giants. I jumped on these games late last night. So I got the Giants. I'm going to go money line. I went minus 155 on that. You got to lay the juice sometimes. I'm going to lay the juice again with that. So I am locked in with the Giants money line this week. I went Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to sound a homer. Now, the only thing I don't like in this, man, the line move really changed today. I think Buffalo now is favorite. So maybe Allen's playing, and again, I heard Tomlin came out and said Watt's going to play, uh, Porter Jr., I think Heisman. They're going to play some guys that didn't play. They looked very good last week. There's the quarterback room again. If you get Pickett, you get Trubisky, you get Mason Rudolph, which actually looked okay last week. Then you get Tanner Morgan, the rookie out of Minnesota. I like that. Steelers are really good in the preseason. I'm going to take a chance. I got the Steelers minus 140 this week, too. Now, I did do a teaser play last week. I'm the teaser king. I love playing teasers. Now you listen to a lot of shows. They hate teasers in any, uh, any sport. I love teasers. I always try to do one in college, one in pros, or maybe even more. And I do okay on these last week. I did the Eagles up to 11 against the Ravens. They lost by one. So that was easy. And then I matched up with the chargers against the Rams. And I get, I think I took the chargers up to nine and they won the game outright. So it was a very easy teaser for me. Where am I going this week? I'm going to go back with the Dolphins. The Dolphins, again, we talked last week, great quarterback room. They moved the ball. They just couldn't score. I'm going to go right back with the Dolphins this week. I'm taking the Dolphins up to plus nine this week, and I'm matching them against San Francisco up to plus 10. San Francisco, I had the Raiders last week plus four and a half against San Francisco. Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders blew them out. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh my goodness. I just had it. Um, who's the quarterback, Maddie from San Francisco, a uh, third year, Lance, Lance. Oh, Trey Lance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Went blank for a second. You know, not hearing great things about him. He started, where's, where are they going to go? But here's the thing. I'm going to look at this team as they both did not have good last weeks. I think they're going to play a little better. So jack it up. Plus nine Dolphins, plus 10 San Francisco. There's my teaser king play of the week in the NFL preseason. Let's go 2-0 and on those plays. Hey, can we do a quick foreshadow just because we have a lot of Steeler fans? Yeah, absolutely. So you named four quarterbacks. Um, Pickett, obviously, making the team. Then it comes down to Trubisky, uh, Mason Rudolph, and the rookie from Minnesota. Who's, who's getting cut? They're going to keep three. Which one's getting cut? I think my prediction would be they're keeping Trubisky for sure. Mason just has not seemed like he's the person in the room for them. I was sho- I'll was i be very honest. I'm shocked that he came back. But maybe that just showed you that nobody else wanted him. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but he I, played. I he played pretty well. Now, could you get something out of him, Matt, over the next like this week, next week, and the following week, and then maybe somebody will make a a call and say, "Hey, we'll give you a fifth round, sixth round pick, or something like that," and you make a move and you keep Tanner Morgan, maybe, maybe. I mean, if you get anything for him, I move him. Anything. Oh, I agree. I agree. 
And again, listen, I whiffed on that one. I thought, you know, they drafted him, James Washington. You're like, wow, that's what some teams do. You know, look at Cincinnati with uh, Burrow and Chase. Like, they got that matchup. Those guys were studs in college. It just didn't pan out. It didn't pan out, and that's what happens sometimes. So, no, I agree. I think if you get anything out of him, I would make a move. Hey, the only other one I'm looking at, I'm going to keep an eye on New England Green Bay. I kind of like Green Bay. Line moved the other day, minus one and open, and went up to three. I'm going to keep an eye on Green Bay because you got, I think you're going to get some snaps out of love. Sean Clifford, Penn State legend, 200 and something yards. I think two touchdowns, one pick six. But if keep an eye on Green Bay, I think Green Bay is going to be better than a lot of people think this year. I think love's going to be okay. So those are Maybe my I'll- Please. Maybe I'll jump on you on a teaser though with that Green Bay, uh, bump them, bump that line one way or another. But I I see another line that I kind of like. The Cardinals in preseason are getting seven and a half at home. I did hear Kansas guess, City's going to play the starters the first quarter. Uh, well, I, I mean, okay. So you're telling me though, even if they score two touchdowns and go up fourteen nothing. You're telling me the Cardinals can't score somewhere along the line and, and get get you within 14 points? Man, that's a that's a big teaser for preseason. I like it too because and here's another thing, really quick, because we're gonna go over our time here. I want to get off here, but that field is not the best. I heard this on a couple multiple shows. Field's not good. A lot of guys slip. How long were they gonna play those guys? You don't want to have an injury in a preseason game. And if you look at the Arizona quarterback room, Colt McCoy, I think it's Blau. I think he was on Detroit, isn't it? David Blau. I think he quarterbacked at Purdue. And then I think you have another guy. They're not that bad. I think they're going to be bad in the season. I think Arizona is going to be really bad. But preseason, I, 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 Maddie, that was a team I marked down for a teaser too, but I went in a different direction. But I like that in a teaser play. Where, man, man, our connection tonight, we're there, Maryland, yeah. Arizona. We're, we're there on all the teams. Hey, yep. everybody. Thanks so much. What a blast. You know, it was only two of us this week, but we had a good time. We broke down Big Ten football. Again, check us out, Notebook Wagering. Uh, you know, check us out on Twitter. Give us some games. Give us some thoughts. Maddie, um, can I just tell you something? We got our girl Jess coming in studio. Her show, which is fantastic. And again, for everybody that watches us, you better check into all these great shows here at Wild Style. And I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to say this right now. And I'm going along and my producer's staring at me. And he's like, get off the mic. I'm going to say this. Get down here at the Salisbury Center and check out some of these events. Great concerts. I'm ready. Fights. Muay Thai kickboxing. Cagezilla. Comedians. This place is the happening place in Northern Virginia right now. And if you're not checking it out, you better get down here right now. But all the, all the great podcasts, our show, Tribe Called Jess, I think, I heard a crazy rumor, she might break down some of the hottest guys in the NFL today. So if guys... Well, man, I thought you were going to say on radio. What's that, bud? I thought you were going to say the hottest guys on radio. Maybe we got a shot. Well, maybe she'll shout us out and say we're pretty good looking too. Build our ego a little bit. That'd be fantastic. But guys, if you're watching, 
Go grab your wife. Get her off the couch. Wake her up. Get her to watch Jess's show. Maybe she's going to talk about the hottest guys in the NFL. Until next week, Maddie, you're going to break it down. What do we always say? Bang your bookie. Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.